Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Happy December, everyone. It is officially my favorite month of the year, and I couldn't have picked a better person to have on the show to start it off. On this week's episode, I get to talk with one of my girl crushes, Carolina Reynoso. We met at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts and ran into each other one day in the bathroom and confessed our girl crushes for each other. That's not the only reason she's on the show, of course. Uh, She was actually one of the first people to reach out to me when I launched this project, and she was so passionate about this concept of inspiring others through her story. She's such a beautiful soul, inside and out, and was not afraid to discuss her battle with depression, social anxiety, and anger management. She is an actress, musical theater performer, and stand-up comedian. She's young, she's feisty, and determined to make her goals happen. Carolina shares the stories of her different encounters with rejection and contemplating the choice of having a backup plan or trusting her gut and going after what she wants. She reminds us that we are not alone and to not take rejection too personally but rather have hope that something better is out there and that the opportunity will come to us when we are fully equipped with the skills to give it our all and when we have a strong foundation of self-worth and love, so much so that we can completely devote ourselves to it and enjoy it with a peace of mind. Please enjoy the fourth episode of Talking to Nobody. Talking to Nobody. So you want to be somebody. are here with the biggest Ariana Grande fan ever. Ooh, <laughs> yes, and talking to nobody's youngest guest so far. Wow. wow yeah. So Carolina Reynoso. 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 Yeah. Awesome. Reynoso. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So how old are you? Exactly? I'm 20 years old. 20 yeah. years old. That's incredible. And I just like to mention that because you're still very young, but yet you're doing so much already and you're extremely driven. So I just think that's really good for people to know that it doesn't matter how old you are, you can get to work now, yeah, you know, on whatever definitely. it is you're feeling passionate about. People think like, oh, you know, I'm so young, I'll wait, you know, mm. but it's like, no, if you have that feeling, oh, just yeah. I, I've been doing commercials since I was like 10 years old, so even wow. back then I was like, I was still doing things. Wow, and yeah. even then you were like, this is what this I want. This is what I want to do, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Good for you. Well, and Carolina also got to pick her favorite drink. I did. In the world, it's what so did you extra. pick? So this is a soy chai latte. Soy chai latte? Uh, my mom used to, or she still watches, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and I think on one episode, like, they went in and she was like, I want a soy chai latte at 140 degrees, and, like, <laughs> my mom would, like, say that, and I was like, mom, I feel like that's so extra, like, 140, that's super hot. Yeah. Um, but it just reminds me of her, so shout out to my mom, Ellie Ray, love you. Yes, <laughs> mom, that's amazing. Well, and it, it's a great drink, too, like, 
a great choice. Even when I, it's I've like cold out it. or hot out, I still drink it super hot because really, it's just, it's yeah, cozy. I like hot drinks too, yeah. especially like Christmas time. Like my favorite is white chocolate peppermint mocha. Ooh, nice. So good, everything peppermint. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on, we will start with your zodiac comparison. Okay. Yeah. So you're born on April 29th. April 29th. I'm born on the 29th too. Uh, oh yeah, December. December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming up. Gonna <laughs> be so old. Um. Yeah. So. Nathan, the first episode, mm-hmm. he is also a Taurus, yes, like you. Is. So I didn't want to do the same thing, so I used a different unknown oh. website. <laughs> um, so we're gonna like do it a little different this okay. time, Mo- mostly focusing on mm-hmm. the positives. Also, I went a little long last time. My producer Nathan told me. Sure. So we're gonna try to <laughs> shorten it a little bit. So it says that you are well known for your loving and determined nature. Oh, I mean. I don't want to say no, but I feel like <laughs> I, I can see that. No, I, I don't. You definitely have, like, a very, like, warm presence. Um, yeah, and it says you display a warmth that attracts many friends into your life. Which is funny because I'm always super cold. Really? Anemic, so I have, like, no iron. No, oh. my, I faint, like, every other day. It's great. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Well, good thing you're wearing your fuzzy I'm socks. I'm wearing my fuzzy socks, yes. Yes, she came Little prepared. Listeners. That's awesome. Um, it says you value your relationships and friendships, which you dedicate yourself to fully. Oh, yeah. I would, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You're a good friend. Yeah, I see that. Your determination is what has earned you the most admirers. Do you think oh. that that's what attracts people to you, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can, you know, I know you're uh, humble, so you can, like, uh, brag. I, I guess. I know, like, a lot of people in my life have told me that, like, oh, that's so cool that you're, like, still doing it and, like, you're still going for it. So I guess that's why people know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would I would say so. You're like I said, you're so young, but you're doing so much. So yeah, definitely, <laughs> you are known to have a strong willpower that has allowed you to overcome great obstacles. Wow, uh, that's yeah. pretty deep. I, I I can see that in myself. Yeah, definitely. With mm-hmm. everything that I've like gone through, I guess I I've always had something that's been pushing me to continue on. Mm-hmm. It's willpower. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like undying, you yeah, know, it's... faith and belief in what you want to do mm-hmm. wow so pretty on point yeah it says you're dependable down-to-earth patient and independent oh definitely not patient oh, i have yeah. no patience <laughs> i mean I, i've developed it a lot over the years but i was never not a very patient person mm. but uh, it's know. hard to be in la with you know the traffic yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, independent i can see that in myself yeah mm-hmm. so for the negative traits it says you're stubborn yeah yeah uh, my <laughs> sister got me a mug for christmas last year that says stubborn on it because right. that's my mom if i had a dollar for every time my mom told me how stubborn i was mm-hmm. i would i could You'd live in beverly hills like. <laughs> that's so funny but i mean like stubborn you know can also go along with like the determination you know mm-hmm. like stubborn can be a good thing i think it's also like for me i think it's a mental thing because mm. like for instance one of the things that i'm really stubborn on is like what i wear i don't know why i'm like this but when I check the weather beforehand, and I'm like, okay, if it's between 90 and 100 degrees, I'll wear a tank top. If it's between 80 and 90, I'll wear a short sleeve. 70 and 80, short sleeve. 60 to 70, a long sleeve. Oh, my god! Yeah, like, that's how crazy I am. I don't even know why I'm like that. Wow. So, and if you, you know, accidentally wear something different than that, do you, like, freak out? I don't, I've never, I've never not. You've never not, you're like, I would never (laughs) mess that up. Unless it's, like an event or something that I have to change my outfit or alter it or I'm going someplace different where I need to change it then like I mean I'm fine with that but Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm like I'm wired to like I have to be like this 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 and this 
very routine. Very routine, yeah. Okay, is there anything else that you do that's um, like that? I don't know. I, well, when I do, like, when I get ready, if I'm, like, brushing my teeth, I do circles in, like, fives and tens. So I go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one, two, three, four. And I do it, like, three to five times in a row. It's crazy, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm psychotic. <laughs> I know. That's a fine. <laughs> no, but, I mean, that that works for some people, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it, it, if that keeps you sane, sane. <laughs> then, like, do it, whatever yeah. it takes. I have weird things like that, too. I'm so OCD. Famous Taurus personalities include Adele. Oh, I've met her once. No way. Yeah, I worked at Museum of Ice Cream, and she did a private tour with her son. It was that crazy. So, was she nice? She was super nice, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I love her. William Shakespeare. Did yes, you meet him, too? I love No, I wish. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> our out photographer, Emma. Emma, yeah. Emma Latimer. She's a... Huge Shakespeare fan. Love Shakespeare. Uh, Hitler. Ah, that old. <laughs> we'll dude. just skip that one. Audrey Hepburn. That, yes, uh, one of my her. inspirations. Rock on. Breakfast at Tiffany's is mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Awesome. Shirley Temple and George Lopez. Oh, I, that makes sense. I love Yay. George Lopez. Love George all, Lopez. all good people minus the one. Yes, Hitler. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So tell us a little more about yourself and. And why you felt drawn to be on the show. I mean, you were one of the first people to reach out to me when I put it out there. Yeah. So what what about it? Um, besides the fact that I love talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then you're on the right uh, show. I'm not, I'm not on the right show. Um, yeah, it's just, I feel like I'm, I don't talk about, like, what I've been through to get to where I am. And mm-hmm. I just feel like, I don't know, I just, I want to express what I've been through and talk about it a little more. Yeah, mm-hmm. share it with others. Yeah. And I mean, that's what the show's all about. Sharing your story and hopes mm-hmm. to inspire others so thank you so much for yeah. i mean being willing mm-hmm. you know and that that takes courage because a lot of people are like they don't like to talk about yeah. themselves and that's totally fine but i'm and i feel like also people think that like being an actor is easy it's like just get on the show and you'll be fine like mm-hmm. but no it's you gotta go through some stuff <laughs> right and like people you know from back home or your family they think as soon as you graduate you're you're yeah. gonna be working yeah. already and it, it's oh, so definitely. much more than that mm-hmm. yeah so well yay i'm so happy you're here were you um you're originally from here yeah i'm from orange county originally so i lived like all over the place so i was born in bellflower california which is about 45 minutes to an hour away from here Actually, fun fact, born in the most haunted hospital in Los Angeles. That's Isn't that crazy? That's probably why I love Halloween. Right. <laughs> She's got her black nails. I got, got my right black here. nails on, yeah. y'all. Um, yeah, so I, and then I lived uh, in Anaheim with my parents, and then my mom was having trouble with her second pregnancy, so I lived with my grandparents in Tijuana, in Mexico, for oh, like nice. a year and a half of my life, I think. I would see my parents on the weekends because my mom was still in the hospital. My dad was taking care of her while she was in the hospital. And, uh, yeah, so I lived there with my grandparents and then moved back to Anaheim. Then we lived in Downey, California. Then we moved to Placentia, California, which is close to Anaheim. Wow. Then we moved back to Downey, and then we moved to Orange, California, and now we're near Belinda. So. Okay. So a lot of moving for you. Was yeah. that hard? Um, Was it a bunch of different schools? No, I stayed in the same school. Oh, and cool. my brother okay. did as well. Because my brother, the reason that he, my bro- my brother was born premature. That's why, like, she, my mom was in the hospital for so long. So he mm. has, like, heart, uh, he had a heart murmur. Uh, he has learning disabilities. So they wanted to keep him in the same school district. So we just stayed. Um, we, we, like, bought the house, one of the houses that we lived in in mm-hmm. the district. And we just used that as our mail. I feel like I shouldn't be saying this, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I still went to the same school and... That, that's nice. At least that was one thing that was, was consistent yeah. for you. Yeah. So do you think there was 
a specific place you lived that was more your home or you just moved around so much you never really found like that Um, home feeling well I think I would have to be either between my grandma's house in Tijuana not that I because I lived there so long but it's because like growing up we would go there every weekend like Friday night drive down to see my grandma stay there until Sunday afternoon drive home so like I just I just know that place so well and Mm. like I it's weird because like even thinking about it I can like smell it it's like crazy yeah and like my grandma's always been there for me and yeah so she's awesome and I think also the house in Placentia just because I lived there a little bit longer than the other houses so uh yeah that's so cool so while you were in school is that when you decided that acting was something you wanted to do was it something you did as a child yeah so when I I, my first language was Spanish Mm. so I went into elementary school and preschool not knowing any English so while I was in school, I had like private English tutor trying to teach me stuff. My mom was teaching me at home, uh, but then they're like, she's like not catching on fast enough. So she was like, maybe just put her in like an after school program so she could learn quicker. And when I was little, I had loved. I was I loved singing. Like that's all I did when I was little. My mom said that one day she would like, or just any day I would wake up and I would put pillows on the floor and I would sing like ah like from Little Mermaid just like because that's just what I love to do mm-hmm. and so my mom decided to put me in community theater and I that's where I picked up English faster and um I just I fell in love with it then and there yeah so it was an outlet for you and yeah. also it helped you learn English that's yeah. so cool so when you were were you raised speaking Spanish yeah so okay and do you still think yeah yeah disclaimer I mess up my words because I switch my words a lot when I speak English because I think it's Spanish so just a fun thing. that's kind of cool though yeah. I mean it's challenging but that's like something yeah it, it doesn't come in my favor when I get nervous though because I mm. that's when I'm like uh que paso <laughs> So when you memorize lines, is it hard for you because they're in English? Like, do you translate uh, them? Or? No. Uh, that's actually really interesting. No, I've never, I've never been – I've always had an easy time memorizing lines. Okay, that's yeah. probably also, like, helpful to have to memorize lines because you're memorizing lines in English. Yeah, so, so it, to me it's – I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It's cool for me. That's so cool. <laughs> so um, what – what was it that made you decide to eventually go to school for acting and not just like jump right in? Um, I don't know. I just I've always I've always just wanted to do it, but my my mom was kind of the one that was like, you should probably go to school because mm. there was a point where uh, in high school where I I wasn't doing well in school and I was just like, I'm it's fine. Like I'm not even gonna go to college. I'm just gonna get out of high school and go be on Broadway or something and. I was talking to my mom about how I just, like, we're on our, I remember this distinctly, we're on our way to the library off of Chapman Avenue, because <laughs> I was taking an ACT prep course or whatever, and uh, I was like, I don't even know why I'm, like, we're driving all the way over here, like, I'm not even going to go to college, I'm just going to go be on Broadway, and I'll be fine, and my mom was like, do you really want to do that? Like, you don't want to have a backup plan, like, you don't want to, you don't want to learn mm-hmm. anything, and I was like, uh, I guess you're right. <laughs> So yeah, that was the moment that I was like, I should probably go to school for this. And so then you decided to go to the Academy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so we both attended the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Mm-hmm. It's a two-year acting conservatory. Was Ada the, your first choice, or? No, actually, I found that on, I found that school on a whim. <laughs> My first choice was actually University of Chicago. I went to one of their, like, meetings that they had at, like, one of the uh, hotel by where I lived. And they, they were just talking about their programs, and they said that their junior year, you could do a study abroad course and, like, focus on one aspect of theater that you wanted to do. And at that point in my life, I was, like, obsessed with Camille Delarte. Like, I had just learned about it in high school, and I was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. And they mentioned that they have a study abroad program where you go to Italy 
and you learn everything about Camino dell'arte join a theater troupe for a couple of days whatever and I was like I want to go there so badly and yeah so that was my number one choice I didn't get in I I only got into like three schools I think I, I got into ADA I got into Pace University I got into the musical theater program and uh, Cal State Fullerton but okay. I didn't want to go to Cal State Fullerton because it's like right where I live and I, I didn't want to stay in Orange County and I wanted to go to Pace but then my mom was like do you really want to move out to New York by yourself at 18 years old and I was like you're right <laughs> so I went right. to Adam and best decision of my life to this day well yeah and I mean it was still close to home for you but like yeah. far away enough so you could get away oh yeah definitely have some freedom mm-hmm. so and did you enjoy your experience there oh my gosh yeah I definitely was the best time of my life especially coming from like high school where it was definitely the worst years of my life even my mom is like I've never seen you so depressed like before like it was just so bad there so yeah uh, Ada was the highlight of my life as of today so far what do you think was so bad about your high school experience was it like like people were mean or uh well my eighth grade year of uh so junior high I wanted to go my dream high school at the time was this really prestigious art school in Santa Ana called OSHA. It was Orange County High School of the Arts, but now they changed it to it's Orange County School of the Arts because you could start there when you're sixth grade now. So I, my mindset was there because that's where a bunch of Broadway performers went. Susan Egan went there. She's the original Bell on Broadway. She's like who I wanted to be. And uh, so I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go there. I'm going to be Broadway famous, Broadway ready by the time I graduate. And I auditioned and it was, to this day, I think it was, like, one of my best vocal auditions I've ever had. I sang Someone Like You from the musical Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, I love Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, I, so I sang that song, and I felt so good about it. I walked out of the audition room, and everyone was like, oh, my gosh, you gave me chills. Like, I, I felt so good. And then I also applied to their creative writing program, which I don't know why. I don't, I don't think I'm a creative writer. But it was just, like, in case I don't get into musical theater, I can do this and still be at that school and still sort of train and do the musicals there. Mm. And I didn't get in, and it was just, like, so it hit me really hard. I was like, wow. Like, I, I worked really hard on that, and I I thought that's what I, in my head, I was like, this, I, this is what I wanted to do. Like, my future's over. I didn't get into the best musical theater school in the world. I What am I going to do? So I was, like, really depressed after that. I think that's what started, like, my depression was I, I just felt so not good enough. Mm-hmm. And, um... So when I started high school, I was just like so miserable. I didn't, I went to a Christian high school. So everything there was like, it's God's plan. It's God's plan. But I was like, is it really like, I don't feel, I don't feel good. And I did choir there and I did theater there, but the theater program sucked. My, up until like my junior year kind of got started, they got a new director. So it got better, but I just wasn't happy. Like I, all the shows that I was doing, I was getting ensemble and even community theater shows, I wasn't getting leads. Whereas in middle school, I was like, Jasmine, that was Dorothy. And like, so it was a huge hit for me. And I think that was also, it was also a pretty humbling moment. Cause I was like, wow, I'm not the best person in the world. And I think that's what was getting to me is I was so cocky when mm. I was younger. So that helped me a lot, I guess, shape who I am now. And, um, humbled you. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just was, I not not the happiest time of my life and then I remember my senior year of high school I we had uh, one of my bible classes we had to take uh we, we did an assignment where it was like where do you see yourself in 10 years like what do you want to do in your future uh and I had put I want to be on SNL because it's I love Saturday Night Live it's like one of my favorite shows I'm obsessed with it and I turned it in and like a couple days later my teacher pulls me aside and he was like hey like I saw you wrote you wanted to be on Saturday Night Live and I was like yeah like I'm I'm like it's my it's my life he was like well are you sure about that like it's really like 
controversial like you don't want to do anything else so even mm. like everything that I was doing in school people were like you shouldn't do this so I was I didn't know what I was doing at that point wow so from, yeah from like every aspect of your life people were rejecting you yeah, it felt definitely. like I mean that that's that's a lot especially at that age mm-hmm. when so many things are telling you no yeah you know and I'm still like yes please please I promise <laughs> I'll be good and then how did you finally decide that uh, the academy was where you wanted to go I don't know. I, I just wanted to go there. I saw everyone else that had graduated from there, and I was like, wow. Like, it intrigued it's, you. It's prestigious, yeah. obviously. And uh, the school's in L.A. I love Los Angeles. Uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Woo woo. What a show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so bad, but it's so good at the same time. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I'll just be an L.A. girl. Maybe, like, someone will discover. Maybe I'll run to Steven Spielberg at a coffee shop. So I don't know. I- I mean, Quentin yeah. Tarantino was outside my Pure Bar studio when what? I... What? Yeah. yeah, see, like, I was like, this is, the, this is the place where, like, dreams are made of, right? Yeah. La La Land. I'll go there. <laughs> exactly. What do you think was the most important thing you learned during your time there? Oh, wow. Whether I... it was, like, within, you know, your life or within your acting training, mm-hmm. you know, what really stood out to you? I, I really like that they emphasized that when you get rejected a lot of the times it's not you. Yes. That so that really changed my outlook on everything because it was like maybe it's like a quota they have or maybe they maybe you look too young, which I get that a lot. Like the other day I went to an audition where the people that were supposed to be playing my mom looked like they were 60 and I was supposed to look like I was 20 years their junior. So mm. 20 years younger than them. And I I looked like I was 45 years younger than them. You know, like I didn't it didn't make sense. So a lot of the times that's I think that's what really helped me was just don't take that. it personally. Yeah, don't take it personally. Unless you suck or just or rude, then that's right. Maybe, Unless maybe you're you an asshole, <laughs> then yeah. Well, and that, that's the thing that I also took away from, especially our audition technique mm-hmm. class, was you can't walk into the room with an ego because oh, they'll definitely. sniff it out mm-hmm. right away. So yeah, just I mean, be yourself. You know, be confident. You have that's the hard thing. You have to find the difference, the balance mm-hmm. of confidence mm-hmm. and being humble mm-hmm. and not like cocky. Yeah. So once once you master that, like you're good. And then just owning the room. You oh. know? Do, yes, do you think the training was helpful to you, like, with auditions as oh, well? Oh, yeah, definitely. I I went to a audition for the remake of Blue's Clues. Like, when it was the first time I did yes, And Blues. I went in, and I, I don't think I did the best, but I definitely, like, they were really nice to me, and they're like, thank you so much for coming in. Like, really appreciate it. I was like, thank you, you know? So I think I, I won them in that aspect, and I think in other auditions, too, I... I even in, when we did our final for that class, I, you know how they had to take, they took notes down for us or whatever. Mm-hmm. They said that I have like this really nice like sweet vibe about me. That so I, warmth, yeah, warmth. Yeah, there you go, there you it is, folks. Um, and so I think that's helped me a lot too. Good. And do you think it it toughened you up being there and like helped you mentally prepare? Yeah, I think also with all the rejection I got throughout high school, I was like, yeah. I'm like, I'm used to this. What else? What else is new? Bring yeah, it like to me. bring it on. Bitches. Yeah, I think that's a lot of thing that people don't realize is that it is a lot of rejection. Like I have so many friends that are like, well, I didn't get it, so like I just should quit right now. I'm like, well, I mean, if you don't have the drive for it, then yeah, but because it's just a lot of rejection, you gotta get used to it. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with your rejection? Like, if when you find out, is there something you do to kind of cheer yourself up, or you just kind of like shake it off? I just kind of shake it off at this point. You got I'm like, to. There's so there's so many more auditions, and there's gonna be so many more opportunities for myself. And obviously, if I didn't get it, obviously it wasn't for me. Exactly, yeah. it just wasn't meant to be, mm-hmm. and you're probably meant for a better, better job yeah definitely yeah what do you think was the hardest transition from you 
after graduating to now you know being in school every day when you're in a routine and now you're not yeah. what, what was hard for I you? think definitely the routine because now I find some days where I go a couple days without any auditions and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing with my life and um I feel that and you know sometimes I, I have these days where I, I just get so like negative and pessimistic and I'm like I'm just gonna be homeless and I'm gonna live with my parents in their basement for the rest of their lives and like I, I just miss the routine a lot mm-hmm. I, yeah I feel like I always have to find something else to do to keep myself happy and like awake and realize that there's gonna be days like in Jordan Yakovella's episode which really helped me out was that some even professional performers only work like four months out of the year exactly like, which is which that was so comforting to that, me right to me too. yes <laughs> So, yeah, no, it's good to keep that in mind. And then, you know, when you do get that work, I feel like I commit to it so much more. I mean, I would always commit to it, Mm -hmm. but it's like when you don't get it all the time, when you You do get it, it you're like, yeah, and you give it your all. Mm -hmm. And, and, I mean, that's how it should be all the time. But you definitely, you don't take it for granted when you you get it. And so what have you been doing since you graduated? Yeah, so I was attached to, like, a TV show for a while. I was the lead in a TV show, and we, like, filmed, like, a promo for it. We sent it out to, like, all these networks, and some people really liked it, but they are like, you need funding for it so we can do it. And we didn't get any funding, so Mm. the project got cut. I filmed a music video for, like, this high school band, (laughs) which was honestly a really fun experience because the director... As the director on Full House and Fuller House. So, okay. like, I, she was super cool to work with. And then I was in three musicals at once, which was really crazy. That's a lot. I started with one in, at the Glendale Center Theater. Shout out. <laughs> it was called Red Riding Hood. It was an adaptation of Little Red Riding Hood made for, like, children's theater. So it was every Saturday at 11 a.m. From It started August 3rd. It didn't finish until November 10th, so I was there for a long time. Yeah, so that that took up my Saturdays. So for the most part, my weekdays were free. So I did, uh, I did a, a musical of Hunchback of Notre Dame, which was, it was a fun experience. It was community theater, so I was it wasn't like professional at all, but it was still fun to do. I just really wanted to do that show so badly. Who were you? I, I was just a gypsy, you know, classic. But that's fun. No, it was so much fun. Yeah, and the people that I met in that show were amazing I, I went to Vegas with them this weekend um, and a couple weeks ago I just finished a run of uh, Peter and the Starcatcher which is one of my favorite plays ever and I got to be a lead role which I haven't been in a really long time like a really good juicy one so I was super exciting and so much fun to do good yeah. that's so, so you're doing mostly theater and musical yeah, theater yeah and I do stand up too sometimes here and there Nice. What do you think is your favorite, or do you kind of love them all in different ways? I love, I just, I started with musical theater and just being on stage, so I always have, like, a love for that. Um, I also love being in front of a camera. I love... Who doesn't? Who doesn't, right? <laughs> uh, and I love stand-up just because it's, like, it's just so... I love talking about myself, <laughs> obviously, as I'm here, but, like, it just, like, of the crazy things or, like, just the dumb things that happen to me, it's just, I love sharing that, so... Is it nerve-wracking? It is, but I think it's made me a better performer because I've learned to be comfortable with being vulnerable in front of yes. people that are, like, literally super close to you. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and, I mean, with stand-up, you're you. You know, yeah. you're, you're not a character. You're not behind a camera. Like, it's, it's just you, you being me. raw in front of people. Yeah, I'm basically naked in front of people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's so fun. Yeah. What do you think your ultimate dream would be? Uh, you said SNL. Yeah, that... definitely I want to be in a sitcom super badly. Uh, but I also would really love to be in a musical, like, on Broadway, just because that, that's where my love started. And I just, I would it would make 
eight-year-old Carolina Reno so super happy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been taking vocal lessons your whole life? Yeah. Well, I didn't really start. I started when I was in the third grade taking, like, vocal lessons. I took it from, like, this really, now that I think about it, he was kind of a creepy dude. Like, <laughs> it was, like, a creepy older man. Yeah, and, you like, gotta a, start somewhere. In an upstairs, like, of a, of a guitar store. So that was kind of creepy. And then I went to this super sweet woman right right where I live. But she had, like, a million kids. So it got to the point where she was like, I need to t- focus on my kids right now. And I was like, I totally get it. And right now I'm taking lessons with this super, like, amazing man. His name's Edward Sayeg. Definitely look him up. He uh, He's taught, like, a bunch of people that are now on Broadway, that have been on Broadway. A lot of even, like, today celebrities. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to name names, so I'm just not going to name names. But, uh, yeah. A lot of like really professional people. So Good for it's, you. So you're still you're still training even though you're graduated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. I think it's super important because I think you've never learned everything. You right. know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. But, no, uh, totally. Yeah, like there's. My mom's always told me this that there's no such thing as perfection. You always can strive to do a little better and learn a little more. So I I definitely like take that every single day with me. Yeah, definitely. And is your family supportive of of these choices that you're making? Um, yes. Maybe they're not super happy with what I'm doing. Uh, my mom still to the stage. She's like, maybe you should go back to school and get a different degree. And I'm like, ah, yeah, no. like the backup plan. A is backup always plan, there. yeah, definitely. And, and you're like, like, no. Yeah, well, it's just also like they don't understand. Like, yeah. like whenever I get like a job or something, the first thing that comes out of my parents' mouth is like, so how much are you making? And it's not just. I know it's not like they don't mean it maliciously. I I know they're like worried about me because I am like one of their oldest kids, you know, they just mm-hmm. want to make sure that I'm doing okay. But yeah, I mean, my mom's always wanted me to be a lawyer. She was a paralegal for a couple of years. So she's like, she go, I'm also a pretty good debater. I'm stubborn. So there you go. There, there you, go. you go. Um, <laughs> so, um, she wanted me to do that for a while, but I was like, eh, I just, I want to perform. Yeah. I sing. <laughs> well, good for you for listening to your gut. And yeah. Not, I mean, I know a lot of people who, had parents like that who were like, oh, maybe you should go the more financially stable route. And it is. It really is out of love and mm-hmm. just being protective and wanting them to have, like, a good future. And, yeah, I mean, when you don't have that feeling yourself of, like, wanting to create and wanting to perform, it, it is kind of hard to understand. But a lot of kids choose to, to listen to their parents because they don't want to disappoint them. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it takes a lot of courage to kind of go outside the the norm yeah and I think that's definitely why I also wanted to move out why I didn't choose to go to Cal State Fullerton which is like down the street from where I live because Mm. like I I I know a lot of my friends that have stayed there or like they just like kind of gave up and they're like they were amazing performers and they just just stopped because you know they're like I'm I don't want I can't be I can't get a career in this I'm like but you can you're so good what are you doing yeah oh that's what bothers me so much is like people who have what it takes yeah and then they're just like no I'm not good enough or it's not worth it just like no just do it I know so frustrating well I'm so happy that you're pursuing it (laughs) thank you you're so talented (laughs) Uh, you also mentioned that you you struggle with um anxiety depression anger management yeah where do you shout out to my parents (laughs) yes lots of love yeah where do you think that came from uh, do you think I mean it came from yeah them? I think my parents have such a temper like I love them to death I'm not saying this maliciously it's just they they have a temper and I get that a lot from them I get angry super quickly I get so frustrated well I used to I think I've, I've worked that out with myself especially being away from them where they were always like hey calm down I'm like you're right yeah so I think being away from home really helped me with that and my anxiety I it just, that just kind of came out of no I think I honestly think I get it from my grandma on my mom's side because when she's nervous, she uh, plays with her fingers and she like peels the skin off her 
and you're mm-hmm. like, it's so it's so cringy but like when me when i get nervous like when i get panic attacks or something like that i have like this flare up i don't know if you can see it on my hand oh yeah right here like i had one like when my parents went to mexico in october they went for a wedding and i was in charge of my brothers for the weekend i like had the worst panic attack where i was like if something happens to them on that plane, I'm in charge of my brother mm. sort of thing. Obviously, right now, I'm not, like, financially stable to, like, take care of, like, two kids still in school. So, I just, like, broke down. And I was like, I can't. Uh, you guys should come home. I can't do this right now. But, yeah. So, I, I just get very anxious very easily. I developed social anxiety while I was in Ada, which is weird. Okay. Uh, it's weird because my first year, I, I love to go out and be with people and be social. But then something happened. I honestly don't know what. Where, like, I would go out and I would go to a party and, like, I would see all these people, like, talking to other people, and no one was talking to me, and I'd be like, oh, no one wants me here. I should go home. I should leave. Like, it, yeah. It's kind of unfortunate, because all my friends are like, we should go out and be with other people. I'm like, I need to stay home and cry for, like, three seconds, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah. interesting. It just, like, all of a sudden shifted. Yeah. Okay. Wow, so the social anxiety just kind of, like, yeah. sprouted out, just of came out of nowhere. nowhere. So yeah. what do you, what would you do when it would get really bad? Uh... I have to, I, like, have to leave, like, mm-hmm. like, I, I remember, actually, here, when we had, like, I think Peyton threw, like, a graduation party here, Yeah. and there was a moment, I was having fun, and then all of a sudden, like, I was by myself, and I was like, I can't be here anymore, like, I just started, like, my heart was beating super fast, and I grabbed Noah, I was like, I, I need to go home, like, I don't feel good, like, I just, I, I, I don't, I'm so anxious right now, I, I need to go home, I think oh, it was no. just, I mean, my party. I know, I know, <laughs> like, obviously, I wasn't you guys, obviously, I just, I, I, I don't know what in me is, like, freaks out about every little thing. It gets really bad, like, especially being in a relationship. I'm, I, the first year of our relationship, I don't know how he did it. Shout out to Noah. Like, I was so insecure that, like, every little thing, I was like, oh, like, he doesn't like me anymore. I should, like, stop talking, stop talking to him for, like, five days and maybe, like, something, maybe I'll find someone else. It's fine. I'll be cool. And, like, but I think I've learned to deal with it in my relationship, but I'm still trying to figure it out in my social life outside of him in a way so do you think you know with theater and stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. like being on stage in front of people is that scary for you or do you think it actually helps no I think it helps because like I can joke about I'm like oh see it's not that bad like why am I freaking out about this but here I am (laughs) still am (laughs) what do you do to help yourself calm down when you do have those like really bad moments um do you have like another routine (laughs) (laughs) surprisingly no like I I like to talk to people, so, like, sometimes I'll, like, grab one of my friends on the phone, or I'll grab my mom on the phone, I'll be like, I just need to talk, like, tell me something funny, like, just joke with me, tell me something, you know. That's good. Do you think there was ever a moment where you felt so overwhelmed with anxiety or or the anger, Mm -hmm. and you maybe dealt with it in an unhealthy way? Like, did something really reckless? No, I don't think so. I think... I'm going to be honest, I think it was, I was on birth control for a while, and I think that really put me in an mm-hmm. awful headspace. I'm off of it now because it's just, it was the fucking worst. But it put me in such a negative mindset that when I would have those moments, I would literally have to be it by myself in a little corner, not talking to anyone, and I would just cry for, like, hours sometimes. Because I was just like, I don't know why I'm sad, but I'm sad, and I don't want to talk to anybody about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't, Yeah. I don't even think I answered your question, but that's my my life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, but good for you for recognizing what you're dealing with and and knowing that, because if you, you know, say you stayed at the party when Mm -hmm. you were feeling that way, I mean, you could have maybe been like, oh, I'm just going to get drunk now, and like... Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, definitely, I, yeah, when I first started getting that social anxiety, I would, I would drink, I would smoke, and like, I don't even like smoking. Try to like fit in. Yeah, yeah, definitely, but I would, I, I don't even like smoking, I hate it, it's whatever, but 
when I would do it, I'm like, oh, I'm like everyone else. Now people have to talk to me. Now people have to pass me a blunt. Now people, I'm drunk. Like, wow, look at me. I'm funny. Like, you know, now mm-hmm. people have to pay attention to me. Right. So, yeah. What, that aspect, yeah. What do you think, like, what advice could you give someone who also is feeling that way, you know? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm not good at advice, but <laughs> here, here, here it goes. Um, I just think you have to really surround yourself with people that can be there for you because there's a lot of the times where I've told people how I feel and they're like well it's gonna get better and like yeah you want to hear that but at the same time you don't you you need someone (laughs) you need someone to talk to who will even if they're not talking back at you you need someone who will listen and be and be like I understand like I'm here for you like I love you those words they could save my day honestly uh, and I just think they need to know that they're not alone. Yeah. Like, if they want to... I'm sure there's communities online that, like, they can find to talk to. Even talking to someone who's also dealing with the same things. Like, it, it helps so much. I, I th- This is also coming from someone who loves talking to people and loves, like, hearing what other people have to say. So I, I just... I look for other people in that way. Good. And yeah. you, that's so great that you're not letting your social anxiety keep you from talking to people. Because yeah. that, that's such a great gift, you know, wanting to be there for people, wanting to to talk to them and make mm-hmm. them feel like they're not alone yeah. and you shouldn't let something hinder you from from doing that. I definitely think that's also why I stayed with acting on stage because I could see how people are reacting to me and like, "Oh, I'm making them laugh. This is why this is why I do it." Like yeah. I'm making them feel something good. I'm making them That's also why I love stand up comedy because like I'm I can see because they're so close to me, I can see that they're laughing and they're enjoying this. Maybe they're a little uncomfortable with what I'm saying, but they're having fun at least. They're forgetting about you know, that they got laid off today, that they, that their parents are going through a divorce, they're forgetting about everything else, and they're just in this moment listening to me and, like, taking it in and laughing for a bit, laughing for a moment. And you're giving them that gift. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it really, it, it's an escape from reality mm-hmm. for, like, an hour, and, and you're allowing them, you're giving them that gift. And I think that that's why a lot of, not everyone, but I think that's why most of us get into entertaining yeah. is, I mean... Yes, in a way, it can be a little selfish because we like attention. to be in front of it. Yeah, we, we <laughs> like the me. attention. But we're also doing it to to give others something, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Let them escape. Yeah, that, we need that nowadays. <laughs> yeah. In a healthy way. Yeah. So going to see a comedy show or, or a theater, a theater show. Yeah. Then Support uh, live theater, you guys. Exactly. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what do you do to stay mentally grounded well besides my crazy routine that i have to do everything in threes or fives um that's so interesting i know it's i don't even know where i got this from i love i love music i love show tunes um i used to play piano when i was little little but like i have something with my joints that i can't really play as well anymore but i used to do that i love to sing uh i think that's something that i do every single day that makes me so happy to the point where like i can sing a song and i'm crying tears of joy i'm also i cry every day like oh same girl yeah like (laughs) like, i it's not even because i'm sad like i'm like oh i'm really happy in this moment i i just i'm really emotional um you're a very empathic person yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so i think i don't think i have to sing every day to keep me grounded but it's something that i love to do that will remind me that like i'm okay is there a specific song that is like your go-to song when you're when you need like a pick-me-up or like you're <laughs> belting in the shower song? Um, this is gonna sound so cliche, but the Wizard and I from Wicked. Yeah, you can add totally so many whiffs, whiffs, riffs <laughs> to that song that like sometimes I like just in the shower. I'm like, hey, that was not good. But like, like I'll just add riffs like random. Mo- I I also love Christina Aguilera. I mm. love Ariana Grande, obviously Celine Dion. Uh, those are my favorite three divas in the world. And Patti Lapone. Um, yeah. So, like, I'm in the shower and I just, like, 
even though it's not good, I'm just having a good time. I'm here for a good time, not a long time, as Drake says. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So, will you be performing anywhere coming up where we could see you? Yeah. So, December 23rd, if you're in the LA area, I'll be performing at Flappers in Burbank in the YooHoo Room, 9 p.m. It's Christmas Eve Eve. So oh, if you wanna, fun and festive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you can have some, like, Christmassy jokes. Yeah, maybe. and I'll, you know, you got to prepare for, like, the family dinners mm-hmm. that are coming up. All the questions, you know. Like, right. Thanksgiving was so awkward because everyone was like, so, like, how is the acting thing? Like, you're still acting, right? Like, that's still a thing you're doing? And I'm like, yes. Yes. Yes, it is. I think that's the question <laughs> I hate the most. It's like, so what are you doing? Yeah, what, yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I just asked you that, but, no, like, no. it's because you're actually No, doing yeah, yeah. Stuff. This is for, this is... You know what I mean? <laughs> right, exactly. We're, pr- we're, promoting we're promoting what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, but no, I mean, that that has been the, the go-to question. Just from either family or people that we graduated with, like, the first thing they do is like, so what are you doing? Yeah. And it's not even in, like, an excited way. It's, it's like, like, a judgmental yeah. way. You know, my answer right now is, like, I'm just hustling, man. Yeah. Like, I'm just surviving and still we're on the grind, you know? Yeah, and definitely. I think as long Never as... Stops. No, and as long as you're being accountable for yourself mm-hmm. and staying on track with your goals and, like, applying yourself, yeah. submitting, I feel like that is doing something, yeah. you know? As Putting long as you're yourself just, out there. Yeah. Whatever little creative aspect you can do to, like, put yourself out there, 100% do it. And I think it also helps having people, like, friends that are also in the business because they can also keep you accountable. Like, hey, like, what are you doing today? Like, are you submitting for anything? Like, how's it going? Like, what do you need to talk about? Like, things like that. I think that's super helpful. Yeah, definitely. Do you think there? I know you, you said you're not good at advice, but <laughs> if, if you could give advice to, like, someone like you, you know, a young performer who may think that their dreams are too far-fetched mm-hmm. or unachievable right now, I mean, what, what do you wish someone would have told you uh, in those times of, you know, rejection? Definitely don't take it personally. Like I said, that's something that I learned from school. Try your best. Stop making excuses for, like, why you're not doing things. I find myself doing that, well, I used to a lot. Just like, ah, oh, like, maybe I'm not perfect for this role. I just won't submit. But, like, you never know. Do it anyways. Yeah, exactly. Do it anyways. One. Like, I went to an audition where the casting call was 26 to 30, and I was like, you know what? I don't look like this age Fuck at it. all. <laughs> exactly. I just went in. I sang. And they even sent me an email. They're like, thank you so much. Like, we don't think you fit anyone in the show, but we'll definitely consider you for another show in the future. And I was like, you know what? That's all I want. I just wanted to be in the room. So, yeah. like, there you go. And if you wouldn't have gone, I mean, you might have not made that impression on them. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll remember you and you'll be the perfect... So for something else. Something else. else. Mm-hmm. Like, you just never know. Yeah. So you just have to take every opportunity, even if it's, like, a shitty-ass oh, student Even if it's a music video for a band that has three followers on Instagram. You never know. You never know what could happen. <laughs> because they're the dreamers, too, you yeah, know? Exactly. You have to support other people as well. Yeah, all the other underdogs and nobody's out there. Well, thank you so much for... Thank you for having me. Of course. We have one more little section. Yes. It's time for a few of Carolina's favorite things. Yes. Yeah, she probably knows what musical that's from, too. Sound of Music. What up? Longest movie ever, but let's not talk about right. it. Right. <laughs> well, and also, Fiddler on the Roof is, like, super... Yeah. <laughs> that's a different story so favorite movie wizard of oz wizard of oz yes. is I that a like, dream role too for you uh yeah definitely i <laughs> if you know they're doing like live movies now or like live musicals on like fox and like nbc like if they ever do wizard of oz i will be first in line to be dorothy because judy garland is well like well because of that one of my favorite actors and things like that um and when i was little i was obsessed with the wizard of oz like i remember mcdonald's had like 
one of their toys was a collection of Madame Alexander Wizard of Oz toys. Oh. I still have them in their wrappers. Like, I haven't unwrapped them. Like, I would go every single week to McDonald's, and I'm like, okay, is the new toy here? Like, I, is the Scarecrow here? Is the Tin Man here? Is Glinda here? Like, what are we doing? I have so many Wizard of Oz collectibles because I'm obsessed with that movie. You could probably get a lot of money out of those. Probably. <laughs> probably, but if no. I'm homeless, we'll find out. Right, I know. Gosh, <laughs> we'll see. So, yeah, so you, next thing was favorite actress. You yeah, said Judy, Judy Garland. Garland uh, Meryl Streep, Avi, Queen, Queen. <laughs> Emily Blunt also. I feel like she's so underrated, but she is killing the game right now. She is. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. I mean, I always loved her, like, Devil Wears Prada. And yes! then she's just, like, I have Patrick. Flourish. Shout out to my mom. She's like, that's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. And then, um, dream role or type of movie you'd like to be in? Dream roles? Definitely Belle from Beauty and the Beast. That was my, that was my mom's first show that she ever saw, like, professionally. Aww. It's funny because she tells me this all the time. She's like, yeah, you know, when I watched it and I came out of the theater, I thought it was really good, but, like, I really hoped that, like, you wouldn't want to be an actor. And I'm like, ah, psych. Uh, here I am. Uh, so definitely, <laughs> I want to be, like, any just, like, romantic lead in a musical because I've never been. Okay. So I just That's kinda... so surprising. Yeah, you have that look <laughs> and that voice. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um... And in a movie, I would love to be, like, a badass bitch, like, a villain. I think that would be so... It's so out of my type, I know, but, like, I just want to... I want to do something so out of my type that's crazy that people are like, she can't do it, and then they'll see it and they'll be like, oh, shit, there she goes. Yeah. She's doing it. Don't blame me just so I know. much, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be so funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I think being something that is so different from yourself, mm-hmm. like, I mean, of course, you know, you still put an aspect of yourself within yeah. the character, but it's, like, something that's just really challenging and makes you really have to, like, do your research and yeah. transform. And that, that's what I love about Meryl Streep. I mean, exactly. she is just, like, so organic and yeah. incredible. Well, yay! Thanks so much. You're just you're just killing it, girl. Oh, thank you. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying. Just just keep that. Keep that strength. Keep that determination. You already have it so young, and I feel like a lot of people it takes them time. It takes them yeah. years to like really have that wake up call moment where they're like, you know what? I actually really want to change my life. Yeah. But you already. You're on the right track. You have great things headed your way. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yay, yay. Well, we'll finish our hot, what are they, hot soy? Soy chai latte. Soy chai Not latte. at 140 degrees. No, yes, no. Pro- they're probably, like, below zero degrees. It's now. fine. It's good. Still good. Mm-hmm. Even cold, it's great. And now it's time for Game Time with Grammy, the part of the show where Grammy comes out and plays a little game. My dears, it's time again for Game Time with Grammy. I know it must be your favorite part of the show by now, right? You see, it's really not fair, dear, that Zany puts me at the end of the episode. I know. Yeah. You, you should be number one. Right? I should be first, I think, dear. Maybe you should talk to her about I will. that. I will. a good word. Yeah, because I, I feel that the listeners probably don't listen all the way to the end. You know, so they're missing me, the best part. That's so true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So can you make me a promise, dear Car- Carolina? Can you... Make sure that they listen all the way to the end of this yeah, episode. Don't worry, I shouted you out on my Instagram already. Oh, you're really gonna, dear. you're oh. gonna be there. Instagram, <laughs> I don't even know what that is, dear. Yeah. But yeah, you you <laughs> shout out on that gram thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're just so adorable. Dear. She, she's so cute. You look like a doll. I could just dress you up and play oh. with you. <laughs> yes. Okay, so this week we have invented a game just for you, dear, because oh. Zany told me, and these were her exact words, that you are a musical theater 
Twitter nerd? I am. Uh, yeah. Is that right? It's absolutely 100% correct. Well, I mean, I don't think that's very nice that she used that word, though. Oh, I, I love the word nerd. Really? My oh. types are nerds. Nerd? Oh, I kind of I kind of see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely Zany's <laughs> type, for sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we have invented a game called Musical Mumble. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. So this is what will happen in the game. So you have a little mouth guard. Yes. Yeah, it's a very scary device, yes. <laughs> so what you're going to do is you, when we start, not yet, yeah. uh, when you start, you will put it in your mouth, and then I will start. So I'll pick a card, and on each card is written a song lyric from a musical. Ooh. And so I will sing it. And, and, oh, we, we were supposed to have a timer. Yeah, uh, can, can one of our lovely helpers... Shout out to Nathan. Shout out to Nathan, the, <laughs> the producer of the show. He's bringing us the, the timer. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, there it is. Thank you so much, dear. Oh, what a lovely boy. So we have a 30-second timer. And so I will sing the lyric with the mouth guard. That's what makes it difficult, dear. Ooh. And you have to guess which musical it's from okay extra points if you can guess which song it is oh, of course, you know but is. the most important thing is just which musical so you have 30 seconds starting from after i say the last line okay okay are okay. you ready to get started i'm excited Let's okay so this. you don't need your mouth garden no. yes yet yes you just set it aside so i will start wait yes me okay okay i don't know this Something a little Gordon, Gordon, Gary style. Yes, here it is. Yeah, I can't. 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 Yeah, I can not yeah i can not yeah i can not yeah i Oh, I think I know you. I don't even uh, need a timer. It's from um um the last five years. Yes. Yes. Shout out to our photographer Emma again. Ah, she sang ah. a, a song from that musical. Okay. Wow. I'm good at this game. Yeah, you are, Granny. Okay. Ah, let's see. Okay. Okay. Last year's rent. Uh, it's from Rent. I don't know the song. I think Which it's actually rent? called Rent. It's Rent, right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's uh, from Rent. Oh, we're we gonna play Last yes. Year's Rent. Yeah. Oh, we get to hear her, her little singing voice a yeah. little bit too. That's why we picked this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I'll <laughs> Yes, wow, I feel like this is hard. Maybe we shouldn't sing them. Maybe we should just speak them. <laughs> oh, let's see, let's see how it goes. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, classic Corden. I know what this is. Aladdin, <laughs> um, <laughs> a whole new world. Yes, yes. Oh, another shout out to uh, Janie's roommate, Corden. He actually made these, these cards. So, yeah. thank you so much, dear. I haven't met you. You hide away in your room, but <laughs> but thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> 
Stranger Things. Okay, uh, I, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get, can you do it again? No. A little bit. I'm not a huge fan of Spring Awakening. Yeah. Yeah, very, very. Me and Carter went that together. Oh, really, dear? Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, you know what? I think Shane told me about that. Yeah. You were lovely, dear. Yes. Thank Lo- you. Thank you have such a lovely voice. But that musical, yes, it's very, um, very different, let's say, for those millennials out there. <laughs> yes, uh, Shane likes it, but I'm not a huge fan of yeah. it. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Giants in the sky into the woods. Yes, <laughs> yes, dear. So good. Oh, oh, oh. This is fun. It is very fun. Yes, I yes. love musicals. Me too, dear. Me okay. too. Oh crap! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he tricked us. Shocker! Oh, oh god! Oh, this is it's a oh, oh yes! I'm gonna let you finish because you're good. Oh yes, dear. Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Yes, yes. Favorite. Oh, and that's one of your dream roles, right, it dear? Is, but it oh, is, you yeah. don't you just look the part? Yes. Oh, you know I couldn't play that part. I'm way too, <laughs> way too rusty. <laughs> All right, here we go. Huh. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I I for this one here. Uh, can 
I have a hint? Uh, is it is it a newer musical? A theater, yeah. Yeah. A Santa say, on your hands, I can send the high seas, and the stars see inclined to do. Something about Santa? No. <laughs> <laughs> is it not Santa? Oh, I'm out of time, dear. What was it? Santa Fe from Newsies. Santa Fe! <laughs> Santa Fe! I was close. <laughs> Boys with the tapping and the, yes. the tap dancing. Yes, they're very, uh, yeah. very, very attractive boys dancing. Yes. My type. Also. Very, very attractive <laughs> little tappers. Okay, last one. Woo-hoo! Here we go. Okay, so I think I'm gonna gonna change it up. I'm okay. not going to sing it. You've heard enough of my beautiful singing. Okay. I'm just going to say it and okay. it'll make it a little more difficult. Okay, okay perfect. I can do that. Oh, uh, yes, you can do it. Okay. Uh, but I always learn and I always hear Cause I'm tap, tap, tap tapping on, on the, the glass. glass Waving through the window Jeremy Hansen Yes, dear! Wow, that's a very nice song Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that one up Yeah, I guess I can take this out now Yes, dear, you are very Oh, I have my lipstick all over the mouth <laughs> Yes, I'm probably a mess over here Well, Carolina I just think you are the sweetest little thing. Oh, yes, yeah. I wish you had better taste in music than Ariana Grande. Aww. But that's just because I'm an old woman, yeah. dear. I, yes. I feel like you can secretly vibe with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, maybe, dear. I'll, I'll give it another try. But I do appreciate that you like Judy Garland and, it, and yeah. all those. Oh, can you sing a little bit of Somewhere Over the Rainbow for us, please, uh, dear? <laughs> yes, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> How dare I? Uh, somewhere over the rainbow, way up high, there's a land that I've heard of once in a lullaby. Oh my goodness, dear! Yes, that deserves a big round of applause. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> I, I really need to put it on the spot, dear. But you just have such a lovely voice. Oh, I wanted to hear you. it. Don't make me cry right now. Oh God! <laughs> comedy i hear you talk about vaginas in it yeah. i would overlook that yeah maybe yeah yeah, yeah but Cl- close your ears okay Can i'll you, close yeah. my ears uh, is that a saying what do you say uh, pl- cover your ears that's cover what, that's your ears you pl- <laughs> yes yes well now we are starting a tradition where we say douches out deuces out Deuce, wait was that what it was, it was or do what was it do because we did deuces you did peace peace out deuces out douches not deuces out deuces in Something about douches. Yeah, I think I was just going to say douches. Douches! Douches, yes. Oh, douches, dears. That's what it was. Douches, dears. Douches, dears. Woo! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello Fresh. 